You're listening to From the Front Lines, a special podcast from WUFT during the COVID-19 pandemic. This podcast provides daily updates on Florida's response to coronavirus with a particular focus on North Central Florida. In addition to news and important information, From the Front Lines will feature a member of the community who is working to keep the community safe or running during these challenging times. I'm your host, Ryan Vasquez, and this is From the Front Lines. Here are the most recent COVID-19 numbers from around the state. There are now 227 positive cases of COVID-19 in Alachua County, according to the latest numbers from the State Department of Health. Positive case numbers in the north-central Florida region include 257 in Clay County, 130 in Marion County, and 92 in Citrus County. Statewide, there are 28,576 positive cases of the coronavirus and a reported 927 deaths. Marion County Public Schools' summer plans are starting to come a little more into focus. In a press release, the school system announced they are canceling Camp Kiwanis. Campers with deposits on file have already been contacted and offered refunds. However, discussions continue regarding summer school. This year's programs will likely be virtual-based. Extended school year will also be offered on a virtual basis to students with exceptional needs. Summertime driver's education classes have been canceled because safe social distancing is not possible. Meanwhile, the state's education commissioner, Richard Corcoran, says he'd like to see schools be open for summer camps. He says there will most likely be a hybrid solution for families with members vulnerable to COVID-19. They'll probably stay in a, in a learning management virtual platform with the teacher still having that direct instruction. But, you're get, but, that would still, but, but we still want to open up the campuses for, for everyone and, and open up those camps. So you're going to have a hybrid? Corcoran says those accommodations could carry over to the fall when students go back to school. No final decisions have been made, though. Education officials are trying to figure out issues such as how to social distance in places like classrooms and cafeterias. The city of Ocala is giving customers a break on electric bills starting with the month of May. Tuesday, the city council approved a reduction in the power cost adjustment, which fluctuates depending on the price of fuel costs for power generation. A media release says the action will reduce the overall electric rate by about 12%. The move is similar to one taken previously by Gainesville Regional Utilities to reduce what it calls the fuel adjustment charge. Ocala Fire Rescue paramedics will be staffing a temporary COVID-19 testing site at the Hampton Center. Testing will take place on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 8 in the morning until 12 noon until further notice. Testing will be by appointment only for symptomatic patients. Appointments can be made by contacting the Florida Department of Health in Marion County. Florida's universities are already projecting loss of revenue from COVID-19 closures, and that may be compounded by enrollment declines going forward. Sid Kitson chairs the State University System's Board of Governors. He told a work group, part of the Governor's Reopen Florida Task Force, the dip in enrollment is expected to come during the fall semester. The uh, fall semester enrollment may be reduced as returning students, particularly from at-risk populations, decide to stop or postpone work on their degree and not enroll due to personal financial hardships or, or other concerns. Kitson also says universities' athletic programs will feel the squeeze from COVID-19, especially if schools have to forego all or part of football season, a primary source of revenue for most. Governor Ron DeSantis is defending areas like Jacksonville and Duval County that decided to reopen beaches. Criticism of the move was swift and harsh, with the hashtag Florida Moron trending on Twitter alongside pictures of people on beaches. DeSantis says Florida's coronavirus infection and death rate are lower than states like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Massachusetts. So I have my hats off to Mayor Curry, my hats off to the people uh, of, of Jacksonville and Northeast Florida uh, for doing a great job. And um, for those who try to say you're morons, uh, I would take you over the folks who are criticizing you any day of the week and twice on Sunday. 
Cities and counties have started reopening their beaches to walking and other recreational activities. Many of the reopenings come with limits on operational hours and disallow sitting. DeSantis has set a Friday deadline for a task force to make recommendations on how to reopen industries and businesses that closed due to the pandemic. Certain things just can't stop, even during a pandemic. Things like cancer patients continuing to undergo necessary treatments. In these challenging times when everyone is being asked to stay home and isolate, it may be difficult financially to travel and find somewhere to stay for those treatments. Founders of the Klein for Cancer Foundation, Ron and Diane Farb, recognized the challenge for families and partnered with Sweetwater Branch and in Gainesville. Owner Cornelia Holbrook says she's happy to give patients and their families a safe place to stay. Klein for Cancer is the first organization to jump in when they realized that the Ronald McDonald House had been closed because of coronavirus and the Hope Lodge. And all of a sudden there were families that counted on these these lodging institutions and entities uh, to help families in need. And um, so she quickly thought of Sweetwater, you know, that would be uh, very convenient and then called me and said, hey, would you like to partner? And I said, sure, I'd love to partner because I want to help and I also want to fill the inn with people in need. How many families are staying at the inn right now? Right now, um, we've only had, we, it's been a slow trickle, honestly. We, we have our, our second family coming to stay with us. Um, but apparently, because of the coronavirus, a lot of communication channels that are normally well-oiled and, and are seamless are not translating information as they should or as they normally do. Oh, but, so a um, lot of people don't know this is an option for them? Right. So in a way, this is great because it'll get the word out that this is an option for them. It'll be a long time before Sweetwater Branch Inn gets back up to speed. So this would be a way to help families and help a, a heritage inn in Gainesville, Florida. This will help the ends in the long run I'm hoping that was my next question this before they contacted you was your business in trouble so my business is still in trouble I mean every every lodging entity every every business in the United States is in trouble I mean honestly uh, we are so thankful and we hope that this grows even after this pandemic is over because I would love to help families in need everybody that I know has been touched by cancer in some way or another and if I can give back I'd love to and I wish that I ran a non-for-profit organization I've often thought maybe I should become one because I am a historic entity now specifically speaking what services do you have that benefits those families that are staying with you? Um, most of my rooms have um, have full kitchens, living room, dining room, all the eating, and they have uh, very convenient parking. Um, they, I have green space, which families need. Um, I have pool, parks nearby. I've got bicycles that they can get on. If I know that some of the children might not be well or a patient might not be well, but there might be a spouse that can jump on a bicycle and go take a ride on the rail to trails, which is, you know, Depot Park is really close. We're also close to a myriad of downtown dining establishments. We're not that far from a grocery store. Winn-Dixie and uh, Publix are close by. How can people get involved in the partnership? How do they get more information on if they can stay at the inn or not? Oh, they need to seek um, the help of a social worker at U.S. Health. Holbrook says the Sweetwater Branch Inn is giving patients a comfortable 
Holbrook says the Sweetwater Branch Inn is giving patients a comfortable environment while following all CDC regulations. If you or a loved one is a cancer patient who needs assistance, visit climbforcancerfoundation.org for more information. From the Front Lines is a production of the Innovation News Center at the College of Journalism and Communications at the University of Florida. Thank you to our producers, Taylor Levesque, Daniela Mora, Anthony Montalto, Josh Williams, Melissa Fato, and Cameron Lund. Also thanks to our fellow Florida public media stations for their contributions to this podcast. And a special thank you to Matt Abramson and Craig Lee for their work behind the scenes. We'd love to hear from you, so if you have a story to share with From the Front Lines, please contact WUFT on Facebook or Twitter, or send an email to news at WUFT.org. That's news at WUFT.org. Join us tomorrow for another edition of From the Front Lines. I'm your host, Ryan Vasquez, and of course, thanks for listening. <laughs>